like so many others, who you are is largely a result of your past. We have so many positive and not so positive experiences that we start to doubt ourselves and our place in this world. Let the healing process start now. Welcome to Shift Happens with Karin Weary, Ida Serena Lee, and Jessica Durrell. When you start to focus on healing from the inside out, you'll learn so much more about your own health, your well-being, and your state of mind. Once you've started on that, the rest gets a little bit easier every day. Now, here is your host, Karin Weary, and this week's co-host. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Shift Happens. And this is the place where every week we do everything that we can to help you find ways that you can make your life better and hence create this beautiful ripple effect in the world because we are so much more powerful than we give ourselves credit for, for the most part. So when we can learn specific things that we can do to help create a better world, that is what I'm here for and what the show is truly all about. And today, I know we're rolling into a holiday season and next week is Christmas already. I cannot believe it. <laughs> I have an incredibly powerful guest today. And today's topic is going to be a little heavy. I really, really, it's where it's a dark place to go to, but it's there in the world world and you know what happens when we shine the light into the dark places we bring it out into the light and we can undo the best that we can the things that we do not like in the world so today my guest is Jan Edwards she is president and CEO of and the founder of Paving the Way a fierce disruption in the cycle of child trafficking we are talking about human trafficking and child sexual exploitation today um and this is an organization that she founded, to, and it's committed to break the cycle of child trafficking around the globe. This is accomplished through educational and training programs that empower communities to break the cycle. Jen spent over 25 years and as, as an executive in sales and marketing, working with organizations like Time Warner, Bright House, and the United Nations and other organ international groups before taking on the worldwide initiative to prevent children from becoming victims of this silent crime. Paving the Way has educated over 11,000 children, teens, and adults on this subject since January of 2017. Ms. Edwards has been featured in Huffington Post, Marie Claire UK, NBC, and iHeartRadio as an expert in prevention and was recently awarded a Humanitarian of the Year. Jen is the writer, co-director, and producer of the award-winning film Trapped in the Trade, which was featured on CNN. Welcome to Shift Happens, Jan, and if anybody's making Shift Happen, you are for sure. <laughs> well, you know what? We are, we are giving it all we got. We are yes. giving it all we got, Karin. Yes, and what a background coming from that and stepping into uh, child trafficking and preventing that. Uh, one of my first questions that comes to mind is what, what turned you onto this path and this cause? Yeah, like what happened? Yeah, um, <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> it's a heck of a change. It is. It's quite the alteration. So I left corporate America about 10 years ago, and I 
started my own company. I was doing marketing and media and launched several organizations here in, in the Orlando area. And um, I had just completed one of my uh, gigs and I had been invited to the um, UN Get Health Summit up in New York. And I met this extraordinary man by the name of Dr. Mahari. And he has a, a worldwide organization that gathers the diaspora, people that don't live in Ethiopia anymore. He's Ethiopian and gathers them together to really make a difference for orphans. And you know, you know, those people out in the world that you meet and you're like, I don't know what it is about you, but we got it. You know, so we exchange cards mm-hmm. and he, Sends me a, a text a few days later. He's like, hey, Jan, making sure this is you. I'm like, yep, this is me. And sends me an email a few days later. And his email signature is like this long, right? Because he's a <laughs> neurologist. and He works at Vanderbilt. And he has his own, you know, like blah, blah, blah. Right? The stuff. Right. And he's like, hey, Jan, great meeting you. You know, we're going to Ethiopia next month. You know, let's connect when we get back. And I'm, I send it, pop an email back. Great. Sounds awesome. Have a great time. Send pictures. Talk then. Sends me an email right back. One question. Do you want to go? <laughs> hmm. Yeah. So I'm at lunch with my mom and my daughter. My mom's sitting across from me. My daughter's sitting next to me. And I'm like, I just got invited to go to Ethiopia. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom, being a mom, you're not going, are you? <laughs> All she thinks is danger and something's going to happen. And my yes. daughter sitting next to me is, you're going, right? <laughs> so I go home, I do the math, and I press send on buying my ticket. And um, it, that is what started the, this whole journey. And while I was there, I don't know if anybody listening or watching has been ever been on a medical mission or any kind of mission trip, but at the end of the day, you're pooped. You're yeah. tired. You don't want to talk to anybody. And it was the end of the day, and we're driving back, and... I'm sitting on the outside, sitting in the window seat, you know, and you just, all you want to do is look at the window and uh, I'm looking out the window and it's just a moment in time, right? There were two older men, two younger girls. I just didn't feel right. Mm. I'm like, well, this is weird. So I go to my uh, sponsor's house and I share with him, both he and his wife are physicians. And I share with him what I saw and they were both like, oh yeah, that's human trafficking. And I'm like, hang on a second. What do you mean human trafficking? What are you talking about? And they're like, yeah, look, Ethiopia's got 4.5 million orphans. We're the number Mm -hmm. one source of human trafficking into the Middle East. And I I just, it knocked me back. Yeah. I'm like, wait, this is because it was 2013. I'm like, hang on a second. This is 2013. I go, you're telling me people are selling people? I just couldn't wrap my head around it. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, Jan, this is a $150 billion business. They're looking at me like, where have you been? I'm like, <laughs> well, I live in the happiest place on earth. <laughs> we don't talk about things like this. So yeah. when I got back to Florida, I started to do the research. And that's when I found out Florida was ranked number three in the nation for calls mm. to the National Trafficking Hotline. Now, that's a good and a bad, right? Front side of the hand, back side of the hand. Front side of the hand is we're number three. Hmm. Not necessarily a a list you want to be on. The back side of the hand, the good news is, is people are actually being more educated and they're making the call. Mm -hmm. You know, and that call can save lives. Yeah. And so, as I started to do some more research, what I was discovering is there were a lot of organizations that were rescuing. And I'm like, okay, good, good. We want people out of this lifestyle. 
I'm like, so, but why, do, why is no one talking about this? That's the thing that just really, I didn't get it. Yeah. Because this is a travesty. This is our future we're talking about and no one's talking about it because it's uncomfortable. And so I went to the source. I actually had conversations with the FBI and Homeland Security and ICE and undercover police officers and Florida Department of Law Enforcement along with survivors. And I asked them all the same question, what's missing? What is it that is missing that would make a difference? They all said awareness. Well, my background's in marketing and advertising. That was something I could do. Yeah. What a perfect fit right there. Yeah. So that's so that's how this journey started and really has continued well beyond anything I ever imagined. We just kind of crossed over 12,000 kids and mm. adults this past week and this week um, that, that we've been able to educate in the past three years. So, yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. Yes. Pretty extraordinary. When, I st- when you stop and think, I was like, whew. <laughs> No wonder why I'm tired. <laughs> it's been a very busy couple of years, huh? Yeah, and also the most fulfilling. Yes. You know, that's the thing is we do some follow-up surveys and in, in really hearing the difference that this education makes for kids. Yeah. That's what keeps me going is mm. I know we're shifting behavior. There you go. So let's go into uh, what those behaviors are and then how we shift. Yeah, absolutely. Tell me so, a little bit about, yeah, the education program. Yeah, so um, we've designed a curriculum that's all based around our award-winning film. I wrote and produced a film called Trapped in the Trade. And, uh, you know, it's like every time I share this, I kind of, how... God put this all together. I am a God's girl. For those that aren't, may not be, not intended mm-hmm. to insult anyone. This is my my journey, my life, mm-hmm. my story, my truth. There you go. How God's put all of this together for me is just amazing. In mm-hmm. that, I wrote the film in two days. Wow, <laughs> it's a total download. I and this was you got to get. This is six years ago. I didn't know everything I know today, and the yeah. film is still very relevant. And it shows the intentional recruitment of children by children in schools, and this mm. happens. It happens wow. on, the, on a regular basis. Um, and so our curriculum is based on that as we, sh- you know, we kind of do a little, you know, what do you think human trafficking is? What do you think it looks like? What are some of the things you think it are? And then we play the film. The film does the heavy lifting. Yeah. It's about a 20, it's about 28 minutes. And after that, we engage in talk- conversation. You know, I'm not a talking head like I am here. I actually engage in dialogue with people, in, in mm-hmm. particular the kids, because I want them to do the thinking. Yes. You know, prefrontal cortex isn't developed until we're 25. Right. Predators know this. Yeah. And so you're putting, you know, a, a 10-year-old in a boxing match with Muhammad Ali mentally. Yeah. yeah. And it, you know, Muhammad Ali is going to win every time. Yeah, Absolutely. So, yeah, so we, you know, show the film and we have, you know, real life discussions about, look, you know, you're going to be at a party one time. You're going to be out at a bar. Granted, you're in middle school, you're high school now. You know, at some point in time, you will be. This is what you want to look for. And in high school, we really have them start to pay attention to what's happening around them. Mm-hmm. You know, our behavior changes. And I, there's always someone who's out loud, <laughs> You know, in our classes, and I'm like, don't you all know when that person comes down the hallway, even before they're there? I'm like, yes, you know, you know. And I'm like, I said, what would happen? And I bring them up. I said, what would happen if 
you know, this person walks in, head down, hands in their pockets or hands in their sweatshirt, and their energy instead of here is just totally, and it was really great today because I was just at a high school today. One of the kids says, well, what if they just had a bad day? I said, mm-hmm. well, wouldn't you still want to check in on them? Yeah, good question and, and good answer. All, <laughs> you know, they all kind of paused for a minute. I said, look, I said, you can no longer be a bystander. You now know what this looks like. Yeah. And we talk about bystanders and we talk about the impact that social media has had on this. Mm. You know, this is the biggest recruitment tool these predators use social media. Oh yeah. And, and um, so, so you teach the kids what to look for in Mm -hmm. somebody and both in their friends and their peers if their behaviors change, mm-hmm. and what about uh, what to look for in what recruiting looks like? Is it so with, with recruiting in the schools? Is it peers or mm-hmm. are there adults that come in and do peers? this? Or what? well, look, yeah. you know what the thing about human trafficking? It doesn't look one way, right? You know, um, the beauty of what I do is I'm like Switzerland. I work with all organizations. I'm a collaborator. I don't really consider in this particular space, no one's a competitor. Mm. You know, you've got 47 million people on the planet enslaved. A quarter of those are children. There's plenty of room Mm. for everybody to do what they're designed to do. You know, so we collaborate with everyone, including, you know, Florida abolitionists just changed its name to United Abolitionists and they do the rescues and triage. You know, and so we partner up on doing a lot of educational pieces out in the community. One of the other organizations we partner with is One More Child. They actually will go in and walk side by side with children that have been trafficked. Yeah. You know, they'll do some educational pieces too. And their main focus is really children from 10 to, you know, 24, making sure they've got a place to stay and and the healing occurs. So we really train the youth what to look for personally. You know, mm-hmm. and I said, if something sounds too good to be true, it is. Yeah. It just is. You yeah. know, youth, and I, we talk about the signs that get stuck out in front of schools right before the holidays, right before spring break, and right before summer. You know, earn $1,000 a week. I'll ever wanted to model, you know, do this here. I said, mm. have your mom call that number and find out what happens. Mm. And they're like, oh. You know, and we talk about the, you know, all the kids that go out and put stuff in the tubs, you know, the $5 candles, the $5 candy and the $5, that's labor trafficking. Mm-hmm. And when it sounds really good, you know, if, if I'm a single mom of multiple teenage children and the holidays are coming up, it's my worst nightmare. Yeah. I know where my kids are during the day, during school. Yeah. During the holidays when I have to work, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what to do with them and I can't afford it. I might be working two or three jobs. So, you know, the predators know this and they'll come in and be like, look, I'll come pick your kids up at 7 a.m. I'll drop them off at 7 p.m. I'll make sure they get fed. They'll earn money and they'll learn life skills. Mm -hmm. When in reality, oh, they're going to come get them at 7 Mm a.m. And they'll drop them off at 7 p.m. But the food is you're going to get, get to go to McDonald's, pick two items off the dollar menu, and then they'll charge you $5. They'll charge you $2 for every bottle of water you buy. Mm-hmm. They'll charge you $5 for, you know, calling to come get picked up. Mm-hmm. You know, so by the end of the day, you maybe make 5 to $10. Mm-hmm. 
Hmm. And I'll say to the kids every time, I'm like, do you think, I said, are you going to tell your mom? I go, I said, before you shout out, yeah. I go, I just want you to think. I work three jobs. I do everything I can to keep food on the table. I think I've done the right thing. You're miserable, but you're going to suffer because you don't want me to worry. Mm. I go, are you really going to tell me? And they're all like, no, I Mm. won't. Like, exactly. And they know that too. Wow. Wow. Oh, yeah. And actually, it was interesting you said that because about the signs outside of school, because I had not noticed that. And I noticed that there was a sign around the high school uh, taking my son. I have a 14 year old. So I was like, hmm, this is very good to know. Yes, it is. Yes. yes, it is. And that's, you know, and that's the important piece is, you know, once you know what to look for, yeah. you'll start to see stuff everywhere. And as we get later on in the show, we'll actually talk about the actions to take that you stay safe mm. and can actually make a difference and save a life because that's really what this is all about. And we'll, yeah. um, you know, on your Facebook page, we can put the number for the National Trafficking Hotline up there. And we tell everybody, you know, put that number in your phone. You know, you can call it 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They speak 210 languages, and that call can save a life. Yeah. Wow. That is definitely something we need to post. Mm-hmm. And, and well, Yeah. And, and we are getting ready to just take a couple of messages during this break. And um, just before we, we segue out, um, one of the things that I do in my profession as a therapist is I do work with people to resolve trauma. And mm-hmm. so I always am a big believer in preventing. So when, this is what prevention is all about. Absolutely. And, and if it's already happened, well, then let's go ahead and reverse it. And yep. the methodology that I use, EMDR, I'm desensitization and reprocessing, it's a big mouthful, but that is designed specifically to mm-hmm. help the brain, to access the brain in a whole different way so that they can release it. And you can go to www.shifthappens.live and contact me there. So we will be right back after these few messages. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Insight's Dramatic Weight Loss Coaching Program is a transformational program healing you from the inside out so you can finally achieve your healthy weight for good by resolving the underlying reason why you've been holding on to the weight. The program features nine transformational individual sessions. You'll rebuild gut health and reduce inflammation. It's not a diet. Instead, you'll learn how to make peace with food and develop clean eating as a lifestyle. Visit InsightsCounselingCenter.com to find out more. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. 
It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. listening to shift happens with car and weary do you have a question or comment about today's program if so we'd love to hear from you call in to the live show at 1-866-472-5792 that's 1-866-472-5792 or send an email to karen w at insightscounselingcenter.com remember that karen is spelled k-a-r-i-n now, back to Shift Happens. Hello and welcome back to Shift Happens. I am Karen Weary and with me today I have Jan Edwards who is CEO and founder of Paving the Way. Uh, today we are talking about human trafficking. It's unbelievable that in this in this day and age, there is such a thing, but unfortunately, it is a billion-dollar industry. I mean... $150 billion industry. <laughs> One five zero. Oh, my, with a B. Yep, billion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that. It's even considered a business. That was one of the things you mentioned that was just mm-hmm. mind-boggling to even think that this is happening in this day and age. But it is, and you had mentioned um, uh, that the holidays is uh, also a time that we have to be even more uh, aware because we are so distracted and busy. Mm-hmm. Yes, very much so. Well, and also too, you know, there's, there's, I'm going to say three things that you're dealing with. One, um, holidays aren't always happy for everybody. No. Mm -mm. You know, so the probability or possibility of someone having a little too much to drink at an office party, having a little too much to drink out at a club, or going over to a friend's house to quote, quote, drown their sorrows, and there's people there they don't know. Mm Mm-hmm puts them in a very vulnerable position, right? Mm. So you've got the holiday stuff you're dealing with. The yeah. second thing is you've got big holiday parties. You know, you've, there's bowl games all over the United States. Bowl games bring crowds, crowds bring people, and the crowds bring traffickers. Mm. So there's a high level of recruitment that happens right before bowl games and right before big sporting events. Mm-hmm. So there's that that you're dealing with. And then the third piece is vacation. You know, you've got a lot of kids that are anywhere from two to four weeks off, you know, middle school, high school, you know, college, two to four weeks off. So there's a lot of downtime and a lot of opportunity, especially kids that work, you know, to help with the family. Yeah. You know, if there's a sign out by the school that says I can earn $1,000 a week, you know, that's Mm. more than what my mom makes in a month, maybe Mm -hmm. for two weeks. 
and I can help I can help them out. Okay, I'll make that phone call, not yeah. really thinking. And and that's that's the piece is your prefrontal cortex, as you know, isn't fully developed until you're twenty five. Right. That puts you at high risk of being um lured in. And, you know, social media is the number one source of yeah. recruitment and grooming. Yeah. And it starts off very simple. You know, uh, kids today are, you know, selfie. Yeah. Or if they're really angry or upset at something, they'll post something saying, I'm mad at my mom or, you know, whatever that is. I'm mad at my dad, my boyfriend this, my girlfriend that. And predators look for that stuff. And instead of a picture of me and you, our, you know, people our age, they find, you know, little pictures of people that aren't them create a whole social media profile and then they're like, wow, I really got it. My mom did the same thing to me. And boom, you start to trauma bond. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it happens over time. You know, there was a little girl here in um, Orlando that was uh, playing uh, video games with someone and they became friends and they went from there over to Facebook and continued the relationship. And six months later, this friend's like, hey, you know, we're coming down from Minneapolis to go to Disney. Can I see you? I'd love to see you. Of course, you know, and the mom knew about this friend and all of that. Well, that friend happened to be a 42-year-old man from Georgia. Mm. They met. He scooped her up, took her back to Georgia. Luckily, the police found her in a hotel room before anything happened to her. Wow. Yeah. All online. Yeah. And, you know, the thing that I share with, with the kids when we train them is, look, we need love. Yep. Babies die if they're not held and nurtured and loved. Yep. We're just taller. You know, we actually need love to thrive and survive. So if we're not getting it at home, yep. we're going to go find it. That's It's human nature. doesn't justify it or excuse it. We're going to go find it. And these predators take advantage of that. So you put a child that's being neglected at home, Mm -hmm. you know, and because trafficking knows no socioeconomic, demographic, or geographic boundary, it doesn't matter if your kid's in an A-rated school or a Title I school. It doesn't matter if you live in Winter Park or Windermere. It doesn't matter if you live in Compton or Manhattan. It doesn't matter where you live. Mm -hmm. You know, people are people. And, and we're vulnerable and we have needs. You know, there's a, a movie on Netflix about a woman who thought she'd found the man of her dreams and she was duped as well. So it's not an age thing. It's not a finance thing. It's not a yeah. geographic thing. And, and because we put our whole lives out here, mm-hmm. right, on this, it yeah. actually makes us easy to pray. And so yeah. one of the things we teach kids is to put your, you know, turn off your geolocator because, once you're a friend with somebody on social media, they can know where you are unless you turn it off saying only turn on geolocator when I'm, when I'm using the application. Okay. You know, and any app, there's hundreds of apps yes. that have chat features, you know, Discord, TikTok, Snapchat, Instagram, um, Google, there's dozens of them and they have Snap. They have, they have chat features, it puts your child at risk. So, you know, I, I always advise parents to download safety apps onto your child's phone. There's actually a, a app called Calculator Plus, and you can hide pictures, you can hide things underneath this app that mm-hmm. your parents won't see. Your parents will go, oh, a calculator. And that's why it's really important parents understand what apps their kids are using yeah. and the potential dangers, and that you have 
conversations with your kids. You don't just put an, an app on there and not tell them because that breaks a trust that mm-hmm. is going to take a long time to come back. And so, you know, we also educate parents. We train them on, we let, we inform them first. We educate them, you know, mm-hmm. we empower them to know what to say such that they can prevent their kids from being lured in. And we trained about 350 middle schoolers earlier this year. And the week after our training, this little girl, um, someone solicited an inappropriate picture on her phone from her. Mm. And she, because of our training, she knew exactly what to do. Talked to her parents. Parents called the police. And then they let the head administrator know that our training literally saved a life. Wow. That's incredible. And because that's the thing is that you know, as a parent or probably anybody, uh, it gets overwhelming with all the 5 million apps that are coming out every day mm-hmm. and what is what and <laughs> what does this all mean on top of running a life and making money and <laughs> taking care of everything and everybody, you know, right. so, so what is a good way to keep up with that kind of stuff? Well, you know, the simplest way is to have a talk with your kids. Mm. You know, kids love to tell their parents what to do. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So really simple to be like, hey, I heard about this app called X, you know, whatever, Google. You know, I was trying to download it. You know, can you show me how to use it? Mm -hmm. It's a great way to start a conversation. You know, let them contribute to you. You know, another way is to, you know, uh, I have a, I have a daughter she just got married a couple of months ago and, and when she was younger, about your son's age, our our, our conversations were in the car. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Because they can't go anywhere. You're side by side, so it's less threatening. And yep. it's shorter amounts of time. Yes. You know, she's on a road trip, but you know, like two from school, two from the mall. Yeah. And I share with parents, I go, it's super simple. Just ask them, go, gosh, I was listening to this podcast today and I heard you know, that the average age of children being exploited or human trafficked is 12 to 14. Did you know that? Have you heard of that? You know, and the kids are going to go, no way. Or they're going to go, yeah, you know, I heard that whatever their conversation is, you've now Mm -hmm. opened the door and you can get online and start to, oh, well, let's Google it together. Let's learn more stuff about together. Let's have a conversation about Mm -hmm. this. Because mm-hmm. it's imperative that parents create a safe space. Because when this happens, yeah. it's not an if. When your child is, um, someone attempts to start to groom them, they're going to know, oh, wait, this is that thing my parents talked about. I now can go talk to my parents. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, share with the kids what they don't know, what a lot of kids don't know, is it's illegal in the state of Florida. Um, to send an inappropriate picture. You're under the age of 18. It's actually the creation of child pornography. Mm -hmm. And the moment it leaves your phone, um, that's distribution of pornography. Mm -hmm. And the moment it lands on your phone, whether you asked for it or not, it's possession of child pornography, all of which can carry a class one misdemeanor all the way up to a class three felony. Right. So, and kids don't know this. Uh-huh. Parents don't know this. Exactly. And when I say to the kids, I said, you know, and you know who pays for your phone bill? Mm. You know, and you can see it wash over them. I go, so who else do you think you're going to get in trouble for doing this? And they're like, ah, oh. I'm like, so stop doing that. 
you mm. can't get those pictures back. They're mm. gone from your phone forever. And if someone's threatening you by using, let's say you've done it, right? And they come back and they say, if you don't send me more pictures, I'm going to fill in the blank. You go talk to your parents. I said, now then, your parents are going to have a reaction. (laughs) (laughs) It's not personal. It may feel personal, right? You may think you're in trouble. Well, you might be a little (laughs) because you sent a picture, but you really got to get, they're angry because they feel like they failed. Mm-hmm. It's the number one place we go to as parents. We're responsible for everything, right? Yep. Good and yep. bad. Yeah. <laughs> so if something good happens, yep, we're going to take credit for it. Uh-huh. <laughs> we just <laughs> we <will>. encouraged it. <laughs> we did. We gave you something for that to yeah, happen, yeah. right? And if something bad happens, yep, it's my fault too. Yeah. Right. I clearly missed something. I didn't do something. Whatever that is, I said. So you got to get there. Your parents reacting over here because it's always our fault. Mm-hmm. I said so. Give them some space to be upset. And then say, because of I heard this on the podcast or heard this in a training, we're supposed to call the police. Mm-hmm. Let's call the police. Mm-hmm. You know, which gives, which empowers both the child and the parent and quite frankly, saves their lives. You know, we work yeah. with a lot of survivors. I know, we call them warriors. Mm. Um, I, I know what they deal with on the daily. Yeah. You know what they deal with on the daily. Oh, yeah. This trauma, you, you don't get over being exploited. It, especially you, at such a young age, because again, like you've mentioned, your brain is not completely developed. And this is what you don't even know who you are. You're just no. starting to figure that out. And then you, you are completely warped. And then, of course, many times they're also, um, you know, getting them addicted to drugs. Absolutely. So you have that on top That's of That's how they manipulate them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and how they get manipulated. So I like how you give them the words to use to mm-hmm. say to their parents and prepare them for what your parent probably is and that yeah. it is okay for the parent to have that. Absolutely. You know, I like that. Yes. It's like we're human too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I say to them, I said, look, I said, mostly we're not trained to deal with any other emotion other than happy or angry. All right. All those other emotions in between, no one gave us training tools to how to deal with a teenager who's morose mm-hmm. or depressed that day. Not depression is a, you know, illness, but depressed that day. Yeah. Or, you know, joyful or um, uncertain. There's no handbook. So right. we do the best we can and we start to have our kids. It's like, okay, here's your lane. If you go out of it, I don't know what to do. So stay here. And so that's what we, our our kids end up having that. And one of the best, I'm a huge fan of documentaries. Um, Mm -hmm. And there's documentaries I use a a lot of times when I speak to uh, adults about, you know, sextortion and and the commoditization of women. Um, Ava DuVaney wrote two documentaries. One's called Miss, M-I-S-S, Representation. And it's about the intentional commoditization of women. Mm. And the other film she made is The Mask You Live In. And it's about how young boys from a very early age are taught it's not okay to be a girl. Mm-hmm. It's not okay to have any other kind of emotion than happy or angry. Yep. And so puberty hits, and then all of a sudden you've got all these middle schoolers fighting, and people wonder why that's happening. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then the third one, um, I know you're familiar with ACE scores, Adverse Childhood Experience. Yes. 
right? And um, Resilience is a great documentary that, that's come out that's really talked about the work that Dr. Harris has done out in California mm-hmm. about the impact of early childhood trauma on our health. You know, yeah. the, the CDC sent a, a post a report a couple of years ago that we've spent $124 billion on chronic health care from untreated childhood trauma. Hello. <laughs> Y'all got to call me. <laughs> $124 billion. We can prevent this. We can totally prevent this. Yes. Because that affects productivity. Yeah. That, that affects everything. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's shorter lifespan. You know, the reason why diabetes and heart disease and arthritis and all of those long-term chronic illnesses that are no fun mm-hmm. happen. Yep. And it's something that is actually preventable. Now, totally. I promised the hotline and I didn't give it to anybody the last segment. So I'm going to yes. give it to you now. <laughs> so the hotline, the human trafficking hotline is 888 3737 And they're available 24 hours a day, seven days a week, um, 210 languages. And the first question they're going to ask you is, are you okay? And if you're a victim, you say, no, I'm not okay. And you say, what's happening? If you're an observer, say, hey, I'm at the, you know, convenience store at this corner and that corner. There's something that's not right. And I'm calling it in. And you're saying, call this number. If you see something, do something. Do call something. this number. Absolutely. 888-373-373. 7888. And we will post it on the Shift Happens Facebook page because uh, you may be driving or doing whatever. Mm-hmm. So um, we will have it there. And we are going to take one more break and we are going to come back afterwards and talk about more of how can we prevent and how do we get people out of, you know, the trafficking Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Insight's Dramatic Weight Loss Coaching Program is a transformational program healing you from the inside out so you can finally achieve your healthy weight for good by resolving the underlying reason why you've been holding on to the weight. The program features nine transformational individual sessions. You'll rebuild gut health and reduce inflammation. It's not a diet. Instead, you'll learn how to make peace with food and develop clean eating as a lifestyle. Visit InsightsCounselingCenter.com to find out more. your health where you think it should be if you're like most people the answer is probably not where can you get the answers you need to get on the right track the answers start on occupy health each week host dr susan downs and her guest experts will answer your questions as well as prepare you for questions you'll want to ask your health provider you'll want to plan for your optimal health with occupy health listen fridays at 11 a.m pacific time 2 p.m eastern time on voice america health and wellness How much health and wellness information have you been exposed to today? Listen to Prescription for Success with Dr. Emil Haldi. Healing and empowerment start from within, but it also takes the best knowledge and advice. That's what you'll find here. 
Dr. Haldi and his guests will help you make the right life-enhancing decisions for well-being success. Tune in live every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern and 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for Prescription for Success. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. listening to shift happens with Karin weary do you have a question or comment about today's program if so we'd love to hear from you call in to the live show at 1-866-472-5792 that's 1-866-472-5792 or send an email to Karin w at insights counseling center.com remember that Karin is spelled k-a-r-i-n now, back to Shift Happens. And I am super excited about our topic today. We want to make sure that this conversation does not, let me emphasize, does not end today with this show at the end of this hour because we need to continue this conversation with your friends, with your peers, with your children, your grandchildren, uh, everybody and anybody that you know. And please, please, please do share this episode also on social media with your friends everybody because everybody needs to know about this topic i have today my guest is jan edwards who is founder and ceo of paving the way uh, which is all about educating and hopefully preventing not hopefully we are you are preventing Mm -hmm. child trafficking every day so thank you for that jan this is welcome incredibly powerful work thank you yeah you know and i have an extraordinary team of human beings um that (laughs) they hear they hear me speak or they hear what i'm doing and and i get you know requests all the time how can i help what do you need what what do you need what do you how can you know like because people once they wrap their head around this whole thing about child exploitation it's like no 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 it's not okay what do you need you know so we've got about 45 mission ambassadors around the country mm-hmm. um that we train and develop in leading the same conversation i lead to students and then we have volunteers as well we've got about five to ten volunteers mostly people want to like be on the front lines impacting youth and, um, and then I've got these amazing interns from the University of Central Florida. They started with me over the summer, and I requested for them to stay through the fall, and now they all want to stay through the spring. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> so <laughs> That's I'm, clearly okay. I'm doing something right. Yes. Um, but they, uh, you know, they're, they're getting to experience a, really a, you know, a founding organization from the bottom up. And it's interesting because there's some, you know, organizations that have been around for a long time. And... You know, I, I, I like to share with them, I'm like, look, at some point in time, your founder was me. Mm. They had an idea. Mm-hmm. They saw something that they wanted to alter on the planet, and now they're doing it. And then they've been doing it for 20 or 30 years. Yay. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm six years in. 
Yeah. <laughs> and and given what we've accomplished in that short amount of time, it's nothing short of a miracle. And it's because of the people that have dedicated themselves and dedicated their time to being trained and being willing to go out to have these conversations. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so there, there's the part where people can do something to help uh, with the cause and prevention and uh, sign up to do the training and such. What about the education? Because uh, you have education for the kids and for parents. And for parents, absolutely. So we're in the process of developing a parent training program. We're uh, almost done with it. We're going to launch it in January, mm-hmm. where we actually take parents through a similar training that we do with the youth. However, it's on the flip side because they're grown-ups. And they get to deal with all the emotions, you know, all the uncomfortability before they go have this conversation with their, their kids. Um, and to me, that's super empowering because it is, it's a weird topic to talk to your kids about. Yeah. You know, I was at a high school a couple of years ago and I said, look, I said, we're going to talk about sex trafficking. And some of your parents may not have even had the sex conversation with you yet. I said, so I get this might be a little weird and it's real and you're the target. Yeah. And they're all like, okay. so they get my intentionality they get that we're here for them and um you know it's really interesting because when i share you know not only my story of how i got here but i'm also um cherokee and choctaw indian so you know they get the generational and and cultural conversations of you know it's not okay to buy and sell people it's just not okay Mm -hmm. and um you know, they start to really, empathy starts to open up in particular with middle schoolers. Um, mm-hmm. High schoolers seem to be just, they're just a little bit more jaded um, mm-hmm. and, and parents get uncomfortable. Middle school is like our sweet spot. And mm-hmm. that's really where I believe we can affect change because they're going to go in through middle school and then into high school having this knowledge and really being able to educate each other. And that's one of the things we talk to them about is, you know, I'm like, I want you to go away with three things today. One, I want you to share. I want you to share something you learned. Mm-hmm. You know, I said, share a fact. It's benign and it's simple and there's no opinion. I go, and you can look it up. The Polaris website, the hotline website has all these facts on it. So if you don't believe me, go look it up. Mm-hmm. And now I've engaged someone, right, mm-hmm. in a conversation. I said, the second thing is, I said, I want you to put the hotline in your phone number. And share the hotline with people. Let them know, hey, put this you know, number in your phone. If you see something, do something. Make the call. And I always tell the kids and the parents, too. It's like, look, if you see someone shoving somebody in, your, you know, in a car, you call 911. Mm-hmm. That's an emergency. Yeah. I said, and the third thing, I said, I want you to take an action. You know, I really invite people to engage with other people. I said, y'all know who eats lunch by themselves. And they're all like, Yep. I said, look, I said, all you have to do is just go sit. You don't have to talk. Just go, I'm going to sit and have lunch with you today. Mm. You know, and I said that does two things. One, it lets that other person know they're no longer alone. Yeah. And that's huge because we pretty much operate like we are. There's 7 billion of us here. It's kind of crazy how the human brain goes. (laughs) And And the second thing is it starts to build a rapport. And I said, if you do that over time, you just might find out that that, your fellow student might need some help. Yeah. You know, I said, the second thing you can do, I said, stop saying yes to everybody that friends you. (laughs) Uh 
Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, stop it because people aren't always who they are on social yeah. media. So if yeah. you don't know them, if they don't go to your school, you're not on a, in a club with them or on a team with them, stop accepting those friend requests, you know, because that can make a difference. And here's the beauty. They do. Yeah. They literally do what I asked them to do. At the school that we educated back in January, five months later, we went in and surveyed them. Huge. 60% shared what they learned with a parent or a friend. Wow. 12-year-olds. Yeah. To get them to talk about anything is a miracle. But 60% of them shared what they learned. Huge. Yeah. Huge. And that's the power, I think, also of they, like you said, they get your intentionality that this. They do. Yeah. They do. I, I just today, um, one of the kids was watching the film. They're like, that's stupid. You know, they're mm-hmm. teenagers. Yeah. I don't take it personal. <laughs> and um, and I pulled up an article that I had posted on um, Facebook yesterday. It was a, an article of a guy in Phoenix that got a 108-year sentence for trafficking a 16-year-old. And how he held her captive was pictures on her phone. Mm. He had taken explicit videos and photos of her, and that's how he controlled her. Mm. I'm like, so you may think that's stupid. I'm telling you it's real, and you can go look up the story. And they were like, you know, because look, as teenagers, everything's stupid, and it's all weird and whatever that is. It's not a problem. (laughs) It's really not a problem. You know, they giggle, they laugh. It's not a problem. Yeah. Because anything's possible. Right. And exactly. if they know what it looks like and they understand how it happens, yeah, we can alter it. We can disrupt it. We can interrupt the pattern of a possible future that would not have gone well. Exactly. And also because oh, being a teenager, oh gosh, it's such a weird stage to be in <laughs> some mm-hmm. people they're, they're like oh yeah i'd go back no not me i would nope. you couldn't pay me a, nope. a million dollars nope. 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 for me to go back <laughs> <laughs> no way so having somebody stand up and be very clear about what is okay and what is not okay because mm-hmm. you may feel as though this isn't okay but you feel like an outsider and you don't want to be an outsider and you mm-hmm. want to be cool and you want to be friends and you, yep. you want to be loved like you said and sometimes it feels as though we have to do things that every cell in our body is screaming no, no. don't do this mm-hmm. but that's what they're requiring, and we're hoping that if we do this thing that everything in our body is saying no, do, then maybe we will be loved, like you yes. said earlier, and yeah. that is not the case. If everything in your body is screaming no, and somebody's telling you that they're going to love you in whatever way, shape, or form, then they're probably still not going to love you. Mm-mm. No, it's, you know, and it's so great that you bring that attention because the thing that I teach the kids is that gut, you know, I said, you've got to trust your gut. And I said, you know, y'all know that feeling I'm talking about. I said, remember when you were little at the family reunion or block party, when there was a bunch of adults you didn't know, and your mom or dad said, go hug uncle or aunt so-and-so goodbye. I go, and you didn't want to do it. Mm -hmm. And you can't quite language why. Yep. I said, but you knew, I said that, pay attention to that. Mm-hmm. So if one of your friends says, hey, let's go to a New Year's Eve party and you say, where is it? And you say, it's at my uncle's sister's brother's cousin's house. You say, no, thank you. You can come watch movies at my house. 
You know, I said, you yeah. do not go to places where you don't know the people. So don't yeah. do it. Yeah. You know, they're starting to put drugs in ice cubes at parties. Mm. Yeah. Right. So, you know, I'm like, bring your own bottle of water, man. And if you set your drink down, leave it down. Because remember, yeah. this knows no demographic, sociographic, geographic boundary. Yeah. And they tend to know who to target because they know they know who is feeling lonely, Absolutely. who is being neglected, who isn't Absolutely. being heard. And as a parent, a lot of, we talked about this during the break, is that many parents, because of what you were saying, that, that we, we don't know how to deal with all these emotions. We Many times we'll talk at our children, yes. but this is where I love with the example you use about asking kids questions and then listen, listen mm-hmm. to what they have to say and then give feedback. You know, the more that we can... Uh, prevent ourselves from having these emotional outbursts when our kids are talking, the more yes. they're going to continue to talk. Absolutely. And you know, it's funny, my daughter and I had a had an agreement that um, when she wanted to share something with me, I'm like, okay, are you venting? Do you need agreement? Or am I solving a problem? I like that. Because if you're venting, I can turn off the problem solving because that's, that's what we're trained to do as yep. parents. What's what? What do you need? What do you need? You know? <laughs> Um, and sometimes they just need we, they just need us to hear. Yep, you're absolutely right, honey. That that was awful that that happened. They just need us to agree with them, whether just, we agree with them or not. It's irrelevant. Exactly. They just need to be agreed with. And then other times, you know, ninety percent of the time, somewhere in there, there's a problem to solve. Mm-hmm. But you can't listen for the problem to solve. You just got to listen. Yeah. And that makes all the difference in the world. And you know what? The weird thing is that we're exactly the same way. So yes, we are. We are. So yes, it's incredible what happens. So really that whole piece of learning to listen mm-hmm. and 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 because everybody wants to be heard and validated. And yes. that is part of what makes us feel loved. Mm-hmm. It is. It really is. And you know it's interesting because the and, and, it, and as you start to learn that, you can actually say, you know, kids can actually go, mom, I just need you to listen to me right now. Mm, yep. Well, I don't need anything. I don't need you to solve a problem. And it really makes a difference, too, between men and women. Yes. Because I have men friends that I'll call. I'm like, look, there's nothing for you to do right now. I just need you to listen to me. They're like, okay. And they actually really appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Because we're giving, we're giving instructions. It's so yes. much easier. Yeah, it really is. That stuff. So. Oh, anyway, just like that, an hour went by. I so know, this- so quick. <laughs> so people can find me. I want to let people know yes. they can find us at pavingthewayfoundation.org. And we're all over social media, um, Facebook, uh, Instagram, and Pinterest at, at pavingw. And, you know, you can always find us and message us if you, you know, if you're in need of something and we've got some really great tools you can download to talk to your kids about. Good. So if you have a child, you are a child, you're a parent and know, if you know another human being, <laughs> go there, read up on the information. Uh, we are going to post the hotline on our Shift Happens Facebook page so that you have it. If you see something, do something, call that number and Absolutely. report. Absolutely. Yes. Thank you so much for taking the time You're out, welcome. Jan. Thanks and for being me. here. Absolutely. And with that, now you know specifically what you can do to make shift happen in your world and everybody else's world with that information. We look forward to t- seeing you next week. And until then, go out, be your beautiful shelves. 
and make shift happen. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in to Shift Happens. Please join host Karen Weary, Ida Serena Lee, and Jessica Durrell for another edition of our program next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We wish you continued success as you discover the true you.